morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is Easy Life Podcast. Your host, Big Dan. May 17th, 5.36 a.m., 55 degrees. And we are ready to start our work week. It's Monday, guys. Happy Monday. Happy, happy Monday. Well, to all the all the construction union all the construction union non-union brothers and sisters out there oh we're uh, ready to start the week start the week uh, you know positive fucking everybody hates Mondays I know I do but guess what happens on Monday we get to start making money right work week starts, we get to start making money. So we have money in our pockets next week. Right? What I just want to get in today, guys, is uh, a few little pro tips. For some of those that don't know who I am, I am a 11-year uh, uh, veteran in the Carpenters uh, Union. I've uh, had uh, over 11 years of experience carpentry uh my main forte was uh basically concrete construction uh, learned a lot over the years still learning um i remember uh, uh, an instructor at the union hall said when you're green you're good you're growing that means you want to learn, right? When you're ripe, you're rotten. And you're not, you're not ever gonna learn. You don't want to. You're not open to learning new ideas or learn learning new ways of how to get things done. So I always stay green, and I always tell my apprentices the same shit. Hey man, stay green, stay humble, and you know it's gonna be. A learning curve in any trade you're in, whether you're part of the, you know, iron workers or plumbers, electricians, you know, it's a learning curve. Nobody gets this shit overnight. I don't care how good you are. But, um, you know, just a few pro tips out there for some of us that are looking for uh, work. I just hopped out uh, an apprentice on uh, over the weekend, she's a uh, third stage. I won't disclose her name, but she does interior systems. So I saw that you know on the Facebook Southwest Carpenters Facebook page, she was looking for work, and I thought to myself, you know, that's that's really badass that we have that today. That we have that kind of networking because coming up, man, I, I knew it was it was tough for me. I mean, we didn't have these Facebook groups or, you know, these pages that you could, you know, be part of. And hopefully someone out there is, uh, you know, wants to look out, out for you. You know, you get a bigger range of um, networking through social media 
social media is taking off, guys, and it's going to keep taking off. Um, I think it's, I thought it was smart. I thought it was really smart on on the you know carpenters behalf of starting that. Um, and then there's like other groups that are affiliated with the carpenters, which is which is good, you know, for you know just put random shit on their random jobs. You know, hey, this is what we got going on in our job. Or this, you know, it's cool. It's cool to see stuff like that. Um, but you know, I my I got a pro tip today that a lot of apprentices I'm starting to realize, and this could be for anybody, this could be for any trade, but I'm starting to realize that a lot of, uh, uh, a lot of, uh, people out there, you know, when they go look for work, not sure on how you're approaching it, but I, I used to show up, you know, I had my tool bags on. Hard hat, safety vest, safety glasses, gloves, um, you know, work boots, fucking my extra tool bag on one hand, and my lunchbox on the other hand. And I showed up to every job like that ready to work because I wanted to show them, hey, I can start today. You know, when you show up like that to a job site, the super, the foreman, you know, even if they don't hire you, they're going to be like, that dude, that girl is all about the business. Um, It's basically showing up to work in a suit and tie if you're in corporate America, right? So my thing is, you know, don't show up to to work um, in flip-flops, shorts, or fucking, you know, looks like you just got out of the gym um, on a job site thinking you're going to get hired. I mean, you might. You might. But the way you want to look professional is the way you present yourself and conduct yourself is, I'm ready to work today. I'm ready to work right fucking now. And I've been on plenty of uh, jobs. I got on plenty of jobs, you guys. I promise you, hand to God, that uh, put me on put me on the job. Right there and there. I was like, yeah, you, you can start right now. I'm like, oh, damn, all right, cool. That's happened to me multiple times. Started the same day. Straight, yeah. You know, um, yeah, and sometimes they're just like, "Oh, we don't need guys. Check back in." All right, cool. I'll be back by the end of the week. Whenever they told me to check back in, I would be back by the end of the week. Thursday, Friday, the latest. Right? Thursday or Friday, the latest. Like, yes, sir, I'm here to work. What is up? And, you know, there are times where I got hired on. There was times where they're like, ah, you know, come back. And then you start getting, you know, sometimes you get, and they don't mean to, you know, like a lot of job sites, they're not going to want to waste your time, but they, they're, their heart's probably in the right place to want to put you on, but it's just, 
timing. And I, you guys are going to hear me say this a lot. But I do feel and I do believe that in this trade, a lot of shit is timing. Um, and it is. It, it really is, guys. Like you, you, you get on the job at the right time. Like, oh, man, they're, they're ramping up guys. Or, oh, shit. You know, a few guys got laid off because they, you know, were were no good or, you know, and I mean no good by, like, maybe they didn't show up or they just dicked off a lot of work, um, stuff like that. But, um, yeah, um, yeah, that, that's how you guys got to be out there looking for work, man, and, and, and get yourselves out there. Get yourselves, you know, uh, work ready, always, always look, you know, work ready. Um, and there's a lot of times too, guys, I had to like lie. I lied about, um, my experience. I lied. I didn't give a shit. I had to to get on a job. I had to eat. I had to feed the kids. You know what I mean? I had to take care of the old lady. So they would ask me questions like, hey, do you know how to do this or do that? And I would look at them and I would lie. Like, yeah, I've done it before. And I mean... I wasn't lying as, as far as, like, have I ever done it? I mean, I have done it. I maybe at the time just wasn't as um, experienced. So, because I knew that they would give me, put me with a, a journeyman or somebody that at least could do it, and then I could go off of that. You know what I mean? So, don't be afraid to put a little white lie on the resume. Everybody does it. Um, just get on the job site and hustle your ass off. And I promise you, they're going to, you know, overlook that shit and be like, well, you know, he hustles or she hustles or, you know, they're just hard ass workers and let's keep them. They show up every day on time. They never say no to overtime. You know, let, let's keep them. Um, and, you know, that's a. Uh, that's the thing about it, you know, guys. That's 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 the bottom line on that. Is you guys gotta be persistent on going out there looking for work. Um, it's like anything we do, you know. It, you gotta you gotta have that persistence about it. And when you're on the job, you gotta be persistent on learning, working hard, staying um, humble. And, and just try to enjoy the ride as long as you guys can. You know, it's not easy. It's not It's not everybody can do this shit. This trade, you know, the trades in general, all the trades in general, man, they're hard to do. Like, fucking not everybody's built for it, honestly. Um, but one thing I like to tell everybody um, that, that, that asks me, like, oh, like, you know, how do you go about it? You know, when you get laid off. Uh, it's been the same way since even before I got hired on. Unless you know people, right? It's network. You guys have to network, network, network. That's all. It's, that's what it's about. Get to know people on the job site. Get along with each other. Be cool. You know what I mean? Because um, I learned that, you know, like... A little bit on the hard way of getting along with people like that. I'm, I'm not so much a people person in that sense. I keep my, 
you know, I try to keep things private when I'm on the job site. Because the dudes be talking shit. And you get guys that just, you know, you think are, are your friends and they're not. They, they start using shit against you. But, you know, just, just know where to draw the line, I guess. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of guys out there that, that will help you out. I'm like, hey, man, this, you know, this person's a good worker. I was on a job with them before. You know, they, we all got laid off at the same time. You know, job was coming to the end, you know, this and that, yada, 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 whatever. So, you know, you want to have that kind of rep, at least that kind of rep of, you know, hey, they're, they're good workers. They, they learn. Um, they're all about, you know, overtime, all about getting the job done. When a foreman hears that from another person, you know that's that's a good that's a good worker. Then they're gonna be like, cool, all right, put them on. It's gonna make it easier for you to get hired on, and for them to trust you that you are who they're saying that they are. Because you know you're putting their neck out for you, um, and help each other out, guys. You know you, you know someone's struggling. Some of you guys follow the you know any of those those pages on Facebook and you get people out there that are like hey got any work any leads of you know work got it and you might know some just hey you know put it in the comments below you know help them out you never know like that person might be able to help you get a job one day or you know they might comment to you and go hey man I appreciate you you know good looking out you know, and then you might put something on Facebook like, hey, you know any good body shops? My car got in a wreck. And that same person might hit you back being like, hey, dude, I, I remember you kind of helped me out with a, a job lead. Yeah, man, I, I got a buddy of mine that does real good work. I'll put it in a word for you so you can get, you know, it won't be so costly on you. You don't know. You know what I mean? There's a lot of good people out there that, that are willing to do stuff like that. Um, so, you know, that's one of that's one of my things I, I like to talk about. Uh, one of my pro tips um, is, you know, work searching. You know, go down to the hall, whatever hall you're part of, whatever local you're part of, whatever trade you're part of. Go get that, you know, work list and, hey, start from the top work your way down and then hey the following week if they update that sheet every week go back get another sheet go fucking start all over again top to bottom um you know summertime is here pretty much it's gonna be a lot of good uh i mean there's already a lot of companies that are hiring but i mean there's gonna be a lot of good uh Overtime coming in, um, a lot of hiring right now. You know, try to ride that wave out till the end of the year if you can, which would be great. <clears throat> what should we call it? Um, but you know, that's that's my that's my thing to to you guys out there, is whoever's out there listening. Um, you know, this is Easy Life Podcast. Um, my name is Dan, Big Dan. Uh, I should probably come up with a better name than that. I really don't have time to come up with names. <laughs> I, I really am trying to reach out to all my people 
that uh, might have questions, you know, or certain doubts of the trades, or maybe are looking to try to get in to one of the one of the trades, and I can help them out, you know, help them get started. Um, like I said, I am 11 over 11 year veteran in this trade, in this industry. Let me just put it as an industry, right? Because that's what construction is, it's a damn industry. And, um, you know, I, I've been around the block, guys. I know what it's like being on both sides of the fence. Meaning, I know what it's like being on the job side of the fence, right? That job site. And I know what it's like fucking hanging on that job site fence looking for work. And, um, you know, it's definitely not, it's definitely not fun being on that side of the fence. So, with that being said, my name is Daniel. I am your host of Easy Life Podcast. If you guys have any questions, concerns, hell, even root comments, you know, hit me up. Hit me up on Tron23555 at gmail.com. And uh, with that being said, guys, show each other love. Show each other, uh, you know, give each other some, um, uh, give each other respect. You know what I mean? Look after, let's look after each other. And, uh, you know, we'll get back on it, guys. We'll get back on it. So, have a safe work week, everyone. And God bless. Hello, everyone. This is Easy Life Podcast. Your host, Big Dan. I am starting another episode the same day as May 17th. It's just a little add-on episode, I would say. Um, I just want to get into a few things. Uh, now, this podcast is uh, a diversitized type of podcast. Um, it's not one too many one things, not too many, you know. I like to talk about a lot of generalized shit. <laughs> Main focus is obviously the construction industry, but, um, you know, I just want to reach out to people as far as, you know, what's, what's COVID done to the industry, right? Now I'm talking about the construction industry because that's basically where I, I, uh, come from. That's my background. That's my, my, uh, bread and butter. And I, I just wanted to ask and, and see people's comments and or, or get people's uh, uh, point of view, how it's been affecting their livelihoods in the construction trade. Um, you know, what have they had to do to adjust to it if they've lost their job? Um, if they noticed the spike in the material that they use for um, their jobs, for their trades. Um, for me... Um, you know, carpentry, man, wood's expensive. Plywood jumped up like crazy. Fucking 
you know, two by fours, you name it. Everything has gone up. I think it was like, I believe it was like over like 89% spike up. It's crazy. Like it went up crazy high. Mm. But uh, it's because, you know, we can't get the material over. We're having a hard time getting material into the United States, supposedly. <clears throat> I want to, I want to bring this up and you know give you guys a little bit of a, a just a little bit of what to come, right? Everything has a, a chain event, and you know it, it's it sucks and it's scary, but you know. For us in the construction trades, right, in the industry, man, we got to be putting our money in something that's going to make us more money down the road, right? Have like another stream of income. And the reason why I'm telling you guys that is because I feel like the, this is going to be a market, market's going to crash. Now, there's a difference between a market correcting itself and the market crashing. When the market corrects itself, that means it it just drops a little bit. It doesn't affect jobs. It doesn't affect the housing market. It doesn't affect too much of, you know, people's livelihoods. Like, I feel like 2020 was more of a correction. Now, mind you, a lot of people did lose their jobs, but it had nothing to do with the market. The market didn't lose your guys' jobs. The coronavirus did. So, the jobs are still out there and still available. And I was just talking to my wife the other day as we were driving around town. There are so many help wanted signs. I've never seen so many help wanted signs before in my life. And I was like, shit, people are so dependent on unemployment and the extra federal money that's coming with it that they're not. That they are not uh, um, going back to work. They don't want to go back to work. Right? So, what, what did I read the other day that Biden was going to do? He's going to end up cutting the funding for it. Because now, they're getting a lockdown on the coronavirus. Especially with everybody getting the vaccines. Um, that it's definitely not worth keeping anymore but my thing is what happens to that money who gets that money if they cut that bill out cause I'll be damned if it goes back to the state and all the state fucking officials get that money you know what I mean but um, you know what I'm trying to say though guys is, is you know start looking where you guys can invest your money Start looking on where your your money's gonna be uh, more valuable. Because right now your money sitting in the bank or sitting in your pocket, it's losing value. It's losing value. It's not worth shit. You need to put your money to work. Uh, and you know it, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, well, you know, I don't have a whole lot of money. That's fine. Uh, Every little bit counts. You know, start putting in a high interest savings. Build build that interest off of the high uh, high interest uh, savings. I'm sorry. Um, 
and, and, and uh, definitely get uh, man, get get into something on the side to make extra money, guys. Because uh, with, with material going up, and I know the carpenters aren't the only trade; it's everybody all around. Material going up, the price, gas prices are going up. Right, we are hearing about that on the East Coast. I'm on the West Coast, and I'm in California. Um, it's gonna hit us too. I know it. It's gonna hit everybody. Um, it's gonna have a ripple effect. Everything does. But what I'm saying is, you know, guys, let's let's be smart out there. Don't go out there splurging on buying some fucking ATV, some quads, dirt bikes, whatever. Put your money away. Use it, use it to make more money. Um, you know, definitely, guys. Let's let's uh, be smart. You know, with whatever stimulus checks you guys got, if it's not gone to the bills, I you know, which I understand, but if you're able to at least have some of that money put away in the bank, you know, some cushion money that that definitely helps. Mm. Um, one other thing too. I want to tell everybody, you know, in the industry is, you know, look after each other. You know, like I said before, we got to, like, you know, hold arm and arm out there on the fucking, on the job sites, guys. But also, too, guys, you know, a lot, a lot of, a lot of us are, uh, you know, don't think it's going to happen. As far as the market, a lot of us don't see it right away. It's not really a market crash right now. It's really not. It's just a correction. But I, I do feel probably within the next within the next year, it's gonna hit hard. Um, and and companies are gonna have to cut costs. So who do you think they're gonna cut costs with? You. You, the worker, is who they're going to cut costs with. Because you, the worker, cost the most fucking money being on the job. Right? I had a foreman. No, I had a supervisor one time. It was when I was an apprentice. Who said... He told me, go look for a 4 foot 5 inch piece of 2x4. And I'm like, we have a whole stack of 2x4s right here. Why can't I cut one? And he said, if I went and I grabbed that 2x4 and I cut it, I was fired. And I told him, why? Why have me, as an apprentice, I was a high-period apprentice making pretty good money. Why have me, a high-paid paid apprentice, go look for a 2x4 that won't exist like me finding that exact 2x4 is not going to happen right and he said it's because I'll make more money off that 2x4 than I will you and I sat there and I, I mean I stand there and I was like that makes a lot of fucking sense <laughs> because if you know how to reuse your material guess what you're going to be able to make more money off of it. And I was like, okay, I understood. So I brought him a five foot two piece of two by four and I said, am I okay to cut this? He 
You say, by all means, this is the closest thing to four foot. Go ahead and cut it. Perfect. And I shit you not. I needed that that piece for handrail. I was doing handrail. Right? And I needed it to block off the corners. So anyways. And I shit you not. I I marked that two by four with that some paint. A little spray paint. I just sprayed a little dot on it. And I wanted to see how far that 2x4 was going to go. And I, I promise you, I got laid off and that 2x4 was still going up every level and everybody was still using it for handrail. Right? And at that point, I was like, that's fucking smart thinking. Like, I was like, shit. Said to myself, I was like, man, like that was that's really smart. Like I, I do, I get it. I definitely get it. You know, and and I mean, I, I don't know if that, you know, that was years ago, but the two by four, that two by four theory, not theory, but just the way of working, was smart. But what I'm saying is, not a lot of companies are like that. A lot of companies are will burn through their material, you know butcher the shit out of it, not being able to reuse it, and then before you know it, they go to check the overhead costs on their fucking uh, budget, and they're like, what the hell, we're over budget on material, how are we going to make that money back, well, they're going to start laying you guys off, they're going to lay you guys off, then they're going to put more stress on the crew, whatever crew's left. To get the job done faster. So, you know, it, and it's just business, guys. You know, it's just nature of the business, right? It's just what it is. Um, and I, I, you know, I'm using the carpenters, uh, you know, I'm using wood as an example. But I'm sure plumbers and electricians, they probably do the same shit. You know what I mean? It's like, I'll make more money off that fucking... You know, of those cutters than I would your ass or whatever. Um, I mean, you know, plumbing and electrician shit you can't really reuse because it's buried in concrete. But I, uh, to this day, I, 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 I started appreciating material a lot better. And the last company I was working with before, uh, you know, I'll give a shout out to Car Construction. You know what I'm saying? If anybody's listening out there on that, uh, car construction was good to me. Uh, I don't have anything bad to say about that company. They're a badass company, and honestly, like they got badass carpenters. I've worked with a lot of badass carpenters, but these fuckers produce badass motherfuckers. They produce badass carpenters, from being an apprentice all the way up to being a journeyman. Like they're gonna fucking help you. That's a one good company. If anybody's out there, if you guys can get in with car and stay busy with them for a few years at least, then you guys made it. Honestly, like, car is not an easy company to stay busy with. It's really not. But, you know, as long as you show up every day, you say no to overtime, or you say yes to overtime, you'll be fine. Um, but, yeah, shout out to car, man. They they uh, they definitely, pff, shit, they reason. Reuse everything. They don't give a shit. 
they you definitely try to cut a full piece of anything on that job, you're fucking fired. Oh yeah. And I was like, oh, I can cut it. I got you, I understand. You know. And uh you know, cars uh they build schools, right? They do schools, they do the footings, the foundation for schools, um, walls, ramps, ramp walls, whatever. You know, they do a lot of cool shit. Um, they do a lot of actual building shit when it comes to carpentry. Um, it's not, you know, handset crap. Um, but the thing is, is a car, they reuse the material. And they keep reusing the material. They'll strip it. You know, if, if it's not savable, it's not savable. But you better make sure that shit could be savable. Um, and you know, it, it, it should be it should be noted that you know that the that the industry. And your guys' companies, I, I will promise you, they will fire you in a heartbeat if it means to save money. And that's just what they have to do. They have to do that. It's not personal. But that's why I'm trying to tell you guys and give you guys a heads up now that, hey, you guys might not have a job in the next fucking five months because material is spiking up. It's too expensive. It's over fucking priced. Now, let's say a sheet of plywood that's like $75, $80. Call it $85 out the door now, right? Let's say that job fucking, let's say, uh, let's say the material is fucking indestructible, right? Oh, you fucking, it never fucking breaks, it never goes, you know what I mean? Then, yeah. Companies don't mind paying $75 a sheet because it's going to last them a fucking lifetime. Why not? But guess what? The material doesn't last a lifetime. It gets fucking old. It gets warped. gets fucked up. And, you know, companies start realizing that and they're like, all right, well, uh, you know, we're spending too much money on material. We need to cut costs. We need about... 15 fucking carpenters gone. Workers gone. You know, we need, you know, nine fucking journeymen and we need, you know, about seven fucking apprentices, whatever. <laughs> um, and yeah, that's just what it is, guys. It's ugly. It's it's fucked up, but it is what it is, and we gotta be prepared for it. Yeah, you guys. So you know, we we gotta look out for that stuff. Um, I had a quick pause real fast. Sorry about that. Um, man, that's pretty good. A quick pause. Stopped into my local Walmart right here by my house. Uh, me and my wife, we got into these uh, Mountain Dew Rise Energy Drinks. It's 180 milligrams of caffeine, immune support, 
mental boost, right? It's mental boost, guys. And um, fuck, they're pretty good. They're not loaded with the crap load of caffeine like a like a rock star is. They are uh, low on calories, only twenty five calories. Um, it's pretty good, and uh, you know, it gets me in a pretty decent mood, honestly. Um, shout out to Mountain Dew. Shit, they make they're making a pretty good energy drink. That's not so bad. Um, and you know, uh, the mental boost. <laughs> I like that. I like that because I like to have what is basically what is basically doing is, is making caffeine makes you happy, and caffeine lack of caffeine puts you in a bad fucking mood. Um, so some of us out there working. We don't have a coffee in the morning. We're all pissed off. We're getting all agitated. Um, you know, try to be not so dependent on it. Um, I mean, I know Jesus are said and done, <laughs> but you know, try to have a as far as as far as it putting you in a good mood, right? Try to be in a good mood. I know times are tough. Not every day is fucking rainbows and, you know, sun sunshines and shit, but um, don't let one person or, you know, one little thing ruin your whole day. Because then it piles up and it starts ruining your week. Then it piles up, ruins your, your month, your year, your life. Um, and uh, there's a lot of us out there in this industry that's, like, suffering from... Uh, Depression, right? Mentally, we're a lot of us are just overworked, overstressed. You know, trying to trying to maintain, you know, um, your job. That's uh, you know, not easy to maintain because it takes a lot out of us out there, man. And I, and I don't care who you are, we could all agree to that. That. Our jobs in the construction industry is very demanding fucking job to have. You have to be fast. You have to be smart. You have to be fucking uh, adequate on your fucking shit, right? We have to. And, and it's not easy to do. Like, at all. It is not an easy thing to do. Um, and a lot of us get stressed out. A lot of us can't maintain it. Um, there's a lot of, uh, union brothers and sisters out there that <sighs> sucks, but they, they take their own lives because it's, it's hard. It's hard to, to, um, sometimes compete with your boss, right? Like, or you're not in the, in the right group, so you get laid off. Has nothing to do with you or too much of your work ethic. You're probably a good worker, but then you get laid off, and it's like, well, what the fuck? Because I'm not part of the fucking cool crew, or what? I don't know. Just saying, guys. Um, try to have a better mental um, state of mind that's... Uh, 
let's, I, I, I would like to just kind of touch bases on that. You know, some of us go through depression with losing that loved one or, you know, like I said, losing even a job. Um, or things just might not be going rightly. Um, and then you get down on yourselves. Like, oh, I'll never be that good of a carpenter, that good of an electrician. Maybe that good of a husband. Um, and you start losing faith in yourself. And you can't do that to yourself, right? You can't do that to yourself. You can't... You can't be... Um, defeated. You can't be defeated, guys. You know, life... When life throws shit at you... Right? What do we use shit for, guys? What do we use manure for? To grow. Right? We use it to grow our plants. To grow our grass, to grow our fucking, you know, tomatoes, right? When life throws shit at you, grow from it. Grow from it. Don't let it defeat you guys. You know, maybe it just wasn't the right timing. It just wasn't the right placing. Um, But I'm a strong believer that God has a, a place for us all, you know. And I'm not a big religious freak. I'm not going to use this podcast in that kind of way because I don't feel that's uh, acceptable from me. But I would say that God has had my back. God does look after me and my family. Um, I could have been in worse situations, right? And I know how blessed I am. Some of us lose sight of that sometimes. We lose sight of the good. And in today's world, it's easy to do that. In today's world, it's easy to lose sight of the good. It's easy to lose sight of what's important. It's easy to dwell on the fucking hardship. It's easy to fucking take in all the negative. Right, you guys? Let's let's not do that to each other, man. Let's let's bring each other up. That's why my past... uh, Episodes, I, I said too, hey, we got to band together, keep our jobs. That's one way of, of, of keeping depression out of our lives is keeping money in the bank, right? I'm not saying that's your way to happiness, but sorry to say, guys, it's just the world we live in. You know, we need it to survive. So, you know, just, uh, you know, don't, don't be defeated, what I'm trying to say. Don't be defeated in all this shit. Through all the fucking pain and bullshit. You know, you gotta push through it. Keep a sense of humor. Smile through it. And, uh, you know, keep keep it going. Keep going, guys. Um, that being said, I am signing off. I thank you for whoever's listening. Shout out to you know people that are going through some hard times shout out to you guys you know if there's anything I could do to help any kind of direction I could give you let me know I am using this Anchorage platform as far as uh, getting my podcast started I do like to um 
put my email out, out there on tron23555 at gmail.com so that if you guys have any questions or, or anything, rude comments, I don't care. Hit me up. You guys want to be a guest on my podcast? Hit me up. We can set this up. I'm just starting, but I I look forward to it. So, that being said, you guys, love one another. Treat each other with some respect. Look out for each other. And uh, see you guys. Uh... Hello, everybody. Good morning. This is Easy Life Podcast. And I thank you for joining me. It is May 19th. It is 7.16 in the morning. We are running this podcast a little later than usual. But that's alright. As long as we get it out, we get it pumping, get this shit rolling, we'll be alright. Just want to um, just want to go ahead and uh, touch some bases with uh, the audience. Uh, you know, there's not a whole lot of us out here that are doing podcast that focuses on um, the construction industry, right? Um, and that's alright. I, I don't know uh, hardly any, to be honest. But um, I am driving off the 215 right here uh, near Paris and um, there's a lot of work going on, guys. They got a lot of work, a lot of bridge work. Riverside Construction. They do bridges. Um, so you guys are out of work out there. You guys are listening to this. You know. Take a trip down there off the 215. Past Van Buren. Going north. And you'll see they got a lot of work. But yeah, we, uh, you know, we're, we're just starting this podcast. We're just trying to get it up and running, trying to um, see how we can make this podcast successful um, and, and and how far we could uh, push it, um, you know. We got to see how we uh, communicate with each other. Hopefully, I can get some some responses on my email tron23555 at gmail.com um, in regards of my previous episodes this is episode 4 um, I have recorded a previous episode 4 before don't know what the hell happened to it to be honest um, learning the new platform for acreage maybe I did something wrong but nevertheless um you know I'm trying to be uh upbeat as I can with the podcast um they say I don't have a voice for radio but I mean I don't care what haters have to say to be honest (laughs) but let's dive into it guys let's talk about how we're going to better ourselves with the money that we make from our um, jobs, right? Let's see how we're going to better ourselves with the money we make from our jobs. And what I mean by that is how are we going to make more money, 
you're in the construction industry, you know, and you've, you've been in the industry for quite some time, whether you're working union, non-union, um, whatever it is, um, I, I, I'm, you're making good money. Everybody makes pretty, pretty decent money to live. Now, maybe not to California standards because inflation is fucked up here in California and taxes. But on paper, right, on paper we can say, hey, we make some pretty good money. When people see the amount of dollars you make an hour, they're like, wow, you make that much money? And I bet you stare at them and like, yeah, but I don't see all that. Uncle Sam does, right? I get taxed like a motherfucker. I'm in another tax bracket um, for the amount of money that I'm making. Um, and it's fucking, it sucks. But that's what I'm here to tell you guys is don't let it suck. You make enough money, okay? Don't spread yourselves thin. And what I mean by that is don't go out, be buying up fucking quads, financing fucking dirt bikes, financing, uh, you know, more vehicles than what you can handle. You know what I mean? If, especially if you're the only one that is provided, the, the main provider in the house. Um, you know, just fucking manage your money, you guys. Um, we're going to be in a real bad recession coming up. I don't know if any of you guys are out there listening to, or I mean, uh, paying attention to the stock market. But for the past few weeks, they've been going like shit. They've been going like shit. They've been going down, down, up, and then down, down, down. But they're not meeting back up to that level of resistance that it was at. Um, you know, it, I'm not no financial advisor at all, you guys. Um, so let me just be clear on that. I, I'm not fucking, I have no idea about financial advising. Honestly, I don't. But it doesn't take a fucking rocket scientist to tell you to invest your money, save your money, and don't overspend. Right? That's, that's economics 101 with fucking your first grade teacher. Right? Don't overspend, guys. You guys are going to be in a world of trouble like a lot of people were back in 08. And you don't want to be that person like, oh, shit. Look at this guy had it all. And he lost it. You don't want to be that example. You want to be the example of fucking, you know... Living through the recession comfortably. Um, and I'm not saying this shit to scare anybody or or anything like that. I mean, I could be wrong. Honestly, I could seriously be wrong. But if you guys watch the news, if you guys do a little bit of research, you guys could all agree that, you know, the recession is coming. And I'm part of the Carpenters Union. So some of you guys that don't know that, like I said before, I am a carpenter. I am part of the Carpenters Union. I've been a member for over 11 years. Um, and the fact of the matter is, is that, uh, you know, my union has already given 
members. We've been having meetings for the members and all that stuff as far as letting us know that, hey, put your money away, prepare, because there is going to be a fucking crash. Now, I'm not saying the whole entire stock market's going to crash. I'm saying certain industries in the market is going to tank. And this is going to tank bad. And I feel, well, I don't feel, but the the educator that came to talk to us uh, for the union said that the construction industry is going to get going to take a big hit we're going to take a big hit um whether whatever market you are in part of the in the construction industry it's going to affect you so they're warning us that hey put your money away save your money invest into something else um and it's already showing guys just so you guys know um if you're working great I'm happy for you. You know, keep keep working, work hard. Don't fucking let up because you don't want to be laid off right now because it's hard to get back on to another job. Um, a lot of guys are laid off in the carpenters union, so I, all I can speak for right now is the carpenters union. I can't speak for any other trades, but from what I'm hearing, other trades are feeling the effect as well. Um, but all I'm saying is, as you know. It's a yin and a yang, right? It's a push and pull. So if the carpenters are feeling it, all the other trades have to be feeling it. Um, so there's a lot of guys out of work. A lot of companies aren't. They don't want to. They don't really want to hire. A lot of companies are being content with the guys that they have right now, and they just want to keep them due to the fact that hey, COVID's still well alive. We don't want to bring in people that are careless and, you know, don't give a shit and want to come and infect the rest of the company. Um, you know, there's that. That's a that's a role. Um, the big thing is, too, is I said this before, is material. Uh, material has spiked up and it's expensive right now. It's expensive. So don't be shocked for some of you apprentices out there that aren't getting hired onto these jobs because a lot of companies are going to hire journeyman carpenters that know what they're doing and that's going to be you know coming from someone that knows someone pretty much right that's how it works um but they're going to be hiring more journeyman carpenters than apprentices. I'm not saying apprentices won't get hired, but I'm, I'm just saying the fact is is because journeyman carpenters are more qualified. They're more experienced. They're not going to waste material. They're not going to fucking, you know, have to do shit three times, four times. And I'm not saying apprentices are like that, but what I'm just saying is how a company views it. Now, this is how a company in a business will view it is I will make more money off of that journeyman than I would that apprentice. And I would save more money with that journeyman than I could with that apprentice. And that's just where 
that's where it's like, oh, damn, that's where it's good to be a journeyman, right? Any other day, it's like, you're too expensive. We're going to let you go first. Keep the apprentices around to do the light work. That's, you know, that's, uh, that's just, you know, nature of the business, right? Um, which is fine. But I'm just warning you guys, hey, we got to get our heads out of our ass. Don't ever think that your fucking job is secured. Because I can tell you right now, guys, it ain't. It really, really ain't. Especially if this, um, especially if this market takes a, a turn for the worse, like it already is. I can promise you guys one thing. Um. It doesn't matter how long you've been with the company. They're going to save money anywhere they can. And they're going to make sure that their board, their CFOs, CEOs, their fucking, you know what I mean? Top supervisors, their fucking, the guys at the table, they're going to make sure they're fed before you. You see what I'm saying? You're going to get the leftovers. That's how it works. When you look at it like that, when you look at the industry like that, you see a whole nother nature of it. So visualize you're sitting or you're standing because you're not sitting at the table with these fucking people. You're standing around the table, right? With these fucking CFOs, CEOs, owners, fucking, you know, investors, whatever. Those are the guys that are making the money. Those are the motherfuckers making the money. Right? Then it goes down to the supervisors. Right? Then the foremans. Right? Maybe a lead guy will get a little bit of that pie. Right? And then down on the bottom is the journeyman. Down on the way bottom are your apprentices. So, what does that look like to you guys? If you can visualize it, what does it look like to you? It's a pyramid, right? It's a fucking pyramid scheme. Every job has it. You know, every job has it. Every job's a fucking pyramid scheme. Uh, uh, pyramid scheme, right? Um, and it's always been that way. People are like, "Oh, I'm not gonna go to the to that convention. It's a fucking pyramid, fucking scam, whatever." Right? Every job's a pyramid scam. When you look at it, uh, and, and I'm telling you guys this because I want you guys to see, um, sorry, take my phone, I want you guys to see the big picture, is there's too many of you guys out there that think, you know, you're the best guy on the job, they're going to keep me, okay, well, if you're the best guy on the job, why aren't you getting paid as much as the owner is? Right? Ask yourself that. If you're the best guy on the fucking job, best journeyman, best apprentice, whatever the fuck you think you are, why aren't you getting paid like an owner? Don't get me wrong, you're getting paid good money. But look at it in another sense. Why aren't you getting paid as much as the owner if you think if you think you're that good? Right? Hopefully that fucking rattles some cages to to realize, hey, you could be an owner. 
Own your own shit, guys. Fucking get into a business. A t-shirt printing. Fucking, I don't care, making little, you know, little sandals for the kids or something. Um, you know, you and the wife at home coming up with the idea to, you know, have a clothing store or something. You know what I mean? Or even open your own little, your little construction business, whatever it might be. Um, and, you know, look at it, look, look at it like that, guys, because it's, it's going to get bad. This, this recession's gonna get fucked up. I have uh, numbers coming in for that tomorrow, which I will. will I'm gonna definitely dive that in on to see. I have uh, articles. I didn't bring them with me. I'm currently driving, meeting up with a student right now for training. Um, so, one second, guys. I am. Multitasking all at once. Um, okay. okay, sorry. I am multitasking. Um, okay, we're back. Quick break. We're back. But yeah, you guys, I, I'm gonna get real good. Um, really good uh, analytics for you guys. I don't have them on me. I had them at home. I'm printing them out. But essentially what it means is there's no if ways about it. The market's going to tank and you better have a fucking a backup plan on top of a backup plan to survive this next recession. Um, you guys see what's going on with the war out there in Israel, Right? That shit's fucking bad. Horrible news. The Palestinians and shit, right? That's gonna have a ripple effect on us. Uh, we're not... You know, we're not... We have... Let me just tell you like this. We have our hands in it, that's for sure. Um, because I thought, and I could be wrong, I thought Trump have peace with that shit. I thought, you know, we were at, the, the world was at peace with, with the, you know, the Middle East. Could be wrong. I know that was a while back, a couple years back. Um, I'm not a Trump supporter. I'm not even a fucking Biden supporter, to be honest. Um, you know, I, I just, I mean, I, I will agree and disagree with their politics, like any other American would, right? Not everything's gonna be. I'm not gonna be all raw, raw over the fuck they're saying. Either pre, you know, past or future presidents. But there are certain things that Trump had in line, and there are certain things that Trump was doing that was keeping shit going. Funny how we have a new president, and things are kind of going south. But, um, you know, that's that. But just here, guys, to educate you guys on <clears throat> how to put your money away. Okay, so let's let's fucking, let me give you guys a, a little pro tip on that. 
And that's, um, you know, that's simple. Simple, simple, simple. Okay? And it's, uh, pay, pay your shit on time. If you pay your bills on time, you won't be behind, right? That rhymed. <laughs> pay your bills on time, guys, because that's the most important thing. That's the first step of not fucking yourselves over. If you pay your bills on time, you're going to be fine, okay? Um, next is, this is what I do, is I accumulate all my bills together. I, I calculate it all together. And let's just use easy numbers. Let's say all my bills came up to um, $100 a month. Just easy numbers. That's not my bills. I wish it fucking was. Because if it was, I'd be fucking balling. Anyways, let's just say all my bills accumulate to 100 bucks a month. Okay? Great. It's easy. I pay it. Right? Pay it off. Right? So then what I do is... Okay, you know what? I can't use $100, guys. Ha! Let's restart with that shit. Sorry. Let's say... Let's say I'm making $4,000 a month. And my bills are $1,000. Okay? Let's just say that. What I do... Okay? And you gotta... It's a little easier when you have a little bit of money in the savings. In the savings. Because you can do, you can manipulate the money fast, uh, a lot easier. And what I mean by man, manipulate is, I mean, I you kind of funnel, like a funnel, right? You funnel your own money so that it keeps paying for itself. Okay, you can't make more money off of it with your bills. Obviously, you got to pay your bills, but your money, your your the way it works is it will continuously keep paying for itself. So what I do. Is as soon as I get paid, with one of my checks that I get paid, you get paid, what, four weeks, right? Every week, everybody gets paid. Let's just say you get paid weekly. What I would do is, I would get my check, and I would pay all my bills with that check, right? I would take, so if I have $2,000 worth of bills, and I'm making $4,000, a month, so that's a thousand dollars a week. Let's just call it that a thousand dollars a week, right? So, what I do, and because I have a little bit of savings, it helps me to continuously pay my bills on time. Is I pull so my bills are a thousand dollars a week, uh, two thousand dollars a month. Is as soon as I get paid my check, I pay everything I can with that check. Then I'll pull $1,000 from my savings or my checkings, pay the remaining bills of, that I have for the month. Okay? So I lost $1,000, right? Out of my checkings. I use $1,000 out of uh, my monthly uh, income. So for the month, I'm left with about $3,000 because I get paid $4,000 a month, right? So it's easy for me to put that $1,000 back into my savings, right? It leaves me with $2,000 left, right? 
So hopefully you guys are paying, hopefully you guys are following along. Two thousand dollars left, right? I could elect to either put fifteen hundred dollars in back into my savings to grow it faster, or I can fucking go spend it if I wanted to. But what I do is I'll put fifteen hundred dollars back in my savings, and I will survive for the month five hundred dollars. And there's no reason why you can't because you already paid all your bills. All of your bills are already paid. So $500 for the month. If you can make that shit stretch for at least three weeks. You're going to see huge gains. Huge. Think about think about $1,500 extra going into your account monthly. Okay. Use easy numbers. Let's just say it was $1,000 extra a month you were putting away. And you were being disciplined. That's $12,000 by the end of the year. By December, if you started in January, by December, you would have $12,000 in savings. That is for Christmas, for fucking vacation, whatever. You know what I mean? Even if it's $500 a month that you're able to put away. I mean, $600, $500, whatever it is, right? That's still $6,000 that you're saving A year. Some of you guys are like, oh, that's really not a whole lot. $12,000. Man, it'd be nice to have more. You got to start somewhere. Right? But if you understand the nature of of funneling your money, you know, you're going to be... You're going to be able to um, sustain a, a decent lifestyle. You know? And... I'm, I'm, these are still low numbers that I'm giving you guys because I know, like, some of us splurge and go out to eat. Some of us, you know, want to buy clothes or buy shoes. That still gives you room because you still have three grand for the rest of the month to spend it on pretty much whatever you want. But you better, you know what I mean? Because you already put, but you better put that thousand dollars back in your account so you can keep living like that. You know, stay within your means, guys. Um, we will be taking a short break. I uh, will be coming right back. I have a student that I'm meeting up with right now. So, you know what? We'll call it for this episode, episode four. Um, and we're going to call this episode... <clears throat> um, uh, money managing, right? So I'll put a part two to this right afterwards and uh, explain to you guys how to save um, money easier in a, in a little more manageable way. So uh, stay tuned, guys. Thank you for listening. And um, we will um, dive right back into it with part two.